This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The livestock carbon inset market is open for business. The largest milk marketing cooperative in the country, Dairy Farmers of America, bought the first verified carbon credits in the livestock sector from a Texas producer through a market created by Elanco Animal Health and Atheon. The credits were produced through the use of a feed additive that Elanco says reduces emissions by 5%. Another feed additive in the regulatory pipeline could offer more opportunities. AgriPulse's Jackie Fatka has more in her story on AgriPulse.com. The U.S. and a dozen other countries rolled out a joint statement today condemning attacks on merchant ships through the Red Sea. A series of attacks in the region prompted shipping giant Maersk to cease operations in the region recently and instead route cargo ships around the southern tip of Africa. The statement says the attacks are illegal, unacceptable, and profoundly destabilizing. White House National Security Council spokesman John Kirby addressed the issue at a press conference Wednesday. As the president has made clear, the United States does not seek conflict with any nation or actor in the Middle East, nor do we want to see the war between Israel and Hamas widen in the region. But neither will we shrink from the task of defending ourselves, our interests, our partners, or the free flow of international commerce. Kirby says the U.S. and other countries want the attacks to stop. As we've made clear, these actions directly threaten freedom of navigation and global trade, and they put innocent lives at risk. This joint statement demonstrates the resolve of global partners against these unlawful attacks and underlines our commitment to holding Malina actors accountable for their actions. The U.S. has also formed a joint effort to ensure peaceful transit in the region after the December attacks. There are, as you know, many nations in, uh, that are assisting us in Operation Prosperity Guardian in the Red Sea that don't want to be public, that are contributing capabilities, but they don't want it public. So I, I think you're seeing uh, an increasing number uh, of nations around the world, particularly as commerce in the Red Sea gets affected, and shipping companies are making difficult decisions about whether to transit the Red Sea and the impact that it's beginning to, to have on global commerce. Uh, countries are more and more becoming aware of this in increasing threat to to the free flow of commerce in the Red Sea by the, by the Houthis and are increasingly um, being willing to express their, their discomfort with that. The issue is exacerbating a global supply chain stability issue made worse by the drought conditions lessening traffic through the Panama Canal. Finally today, red meat export forecasts are a bit of a mixed bag looking forward. AgriPulse's Hannah Pegel has more. Meat export forecasts are mixed for 2024. Aaron Borer is the Vice President of Economic Analysis for the U.S. Meat Export Federation. She says U.S. pork exports are well-positioned for growth in the global marketplace. On the supply side in really both Europe and in China, what's happened is Europe's production has declined by about 2.8 million metric tons or by about 12% if we look at their 2021 peak production compared to where it's going to end this year. But it lined up exactly with China's decrease in imports of pork. So they will have declined about the same, about 2.8 million tons, lower than at their peak. Bohr says beef exports saw strong headwinds in 2023, and that trend will continue into the new year. 
I see 2024 as the real rationing of demand for U.S. beef because we know production is going to decline further. And so you're looking at a domestic consumer versus our international consumers and who's going to bid more. I hear often the perception that, well, we're producing less beef. We don't need to export as much anyway. And that couldn't be farther from the truth, especially when we need to enable higher prices across the whole supply chain to send the signal to rebuild the herd. Bohr says there is some optimism for beef exports. The Federal Reserve has lowered interest rate expectations, which could lead to a weaker dollar and boost U.S. exports. For AgriPulse, I'm Hannah Peigel. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. It's a new year and time for a new farm bill. America's farmers, ranchers, and families are counting on it. Learn more at fb.org slash farmbill. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.